0: Good evening, my name is Sean. This is Alex. And you're listening to another episode of Coaster Kings Radio. Radio. Today's episode discusses Hansa Park, one of uh, Germany's best theme parks, I'd say. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's easy to say that about a lot of German parks, but Hansa Park really does have some of the, the big bangers. It's very nice. Like, it's very nice location. is cool, but it's on the Baltic Sea, so yeah. it's on the ocean, kind of separating Scandinavian countries with um, you know, the western, mm. northwestern European countries. Very nice setting. We had nice weather. That really helped. Mm-hmm. Of course, the park is famous for its um, sea themes, but also the the two big coasters we're going to be discussing today are Flux from Novgorod and uh, Schroeder's Cannon, Cannon, which is obviously, I think, the, the coaster think most the people that most people think talk about, about now. now. Yeah. Um, you will find out this episode which of the two coasters we actually prefer, <laughs> um, which has the better layout, which is the better overall experience. So we'll kind of dive into that. We'll do a tour around the park. We'll enter right at the, um, is it a Dutch themed entrance plaza? I believe it is, right? I guess so. Well, I don't... I mean, the Batavia area, right? So, I mean, that's Dutch. Yeah. Which makes that's sense, because it's ocean themed. That's you know, a big sea-faring. ocean. Yeah,
1: Everything that has kind of a, a maritime tinge to Yeah, it. the
0: original logo. And the logo may still be the same, actually. It has a big ship in it. Yeah. So, I guess... And uh, they're, they're revitalizing the entrance plaza now. And it has a like, like, crash ship scene in the Batavia area, so it's definitely still very maritimey. There's a lighthouse in the park. There's a lot of ship themed attractions. So yeah, I guess I mean yeah. Nessie, you know, I mean there yeah, there's a lot more oceany, sea watery situations than I actually even thought about. Nessie's
1: a good place to start actually. I think this park is most famous for their large Gershflowers, but they've got they've got a good half dozen of coasters there.
0: Yeah, and you know the girls flowers are honestly really like the newer generation of attractions there, because originally the the big stuff was uh, the Nessie Looper, the Schwarzkopf looping coaster, and then the Vacoma family coaster that they
1: added in '93 that it like intertwines. Yeah, it used to be known Nessie. as the
0: uh, Raas en Rolander, and now it's known as um, the Royal, the Royal, Royal Scotsman. Scotsman. Yeah. We just steamed to a train going through yeah. the Scottish regions. <laughs> Quite fun actually. That area um, was changed into Scotland. Well, Great Britain. Is that what yeah. they call it? Or is it it's, beautiful Britain? It's,
1: it's, yeah, beautiful Britain is the name of the area, but it's <laughs> it's very definitely Scotland only and not England or Wales. I know, I was kinda surprised mistaken. by the name because
0: I'm calling it like I call it the Scottish area, but yeah. I guess that it's technically Britain. But all three Scotland rides are themed in to Scotland. There's
1: just, I don't get any vibes from the other two parts the of Nos- Britain.
0: Um, the Nessie, you know, the, the Loch Ness Monster, is obviously Scotland. The Royal Scotsman is oh, Scottish. Scottish. And then um, Highlander. Highlander. Obviously, refers to the Highlands, which yeah. are in Scotland. So they could have just called it Beautiful Scotland. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but Beautiful so like, Britain works for me. I don't Wars think, think that England and Wales are represented <laughs> in this area unless I'm miss like, Missy. Not it.
0: whatsoever, because the whole theme is like an old... You know the old castles and, and you know the, Scot- uh, the Scottish Highlands. Um, it's kind of themed to like this big ruin. So you walk into this little plaza, and then you have the three rides really concisely. In yeah, it's very, honestly really great. Very organized, like it's really not large, but it's a very nice little contained area that has those three rides and has that giant tall um, drop tower. I guess we can start with drop tower because you know, fresh in our minds Highlander is the Orlando is situation, the
1: tallest drop tower in Europe. It is made, by fun time. And it's, an almost, it's almost identical to the
0: Orlando drop tower. Yeah, it has the same tilting seats, which um, technically they tilt only for half of the day, so people can ride without tilting and ride with tilting. Um, on our visit, it looks like it may have been tilting almost all day, because we rode it kind of before the middle of the day, and we still had it tilting forward. Um, great ride. I really like it. They added seatbelts since the incident in Orlando. Yeah. So I wonder if we're going to see the Orlando one reopen with seat belts would make sense if we see it reopen Yeah. Um, but the clearances didn't seem to have changed much because we were able to ride it. Um, we're, we're pretty good Yeah, we had so. trouble riding it. And
1: the only trouble, of course, being that it's scary and tall. Um, but it's a great ride. Beautiful I, views. Like, wow. German parks take their drop towers very seriously. Like, you think about all the major players in German parks. Drop towers are a very serious business. It's so, so weird
0: to me that there's no drop tower at Europa Park. That's true, it is odd, because that is really the only... Because all the other big
1: players have them. I mean, every park has, like, a substantial drop tower component. Tripstrel's drop tower is, like, on the smaller side, but it's definitely still potent. Of course, you've got, like, Scream is, like, one of Heidi Park's most marketable attractions. Highfall.
0: And it's so popular. The Movie Park, it has Germany. It a crazy,
1: beautiful queue for it. Uh, Mystery Castle, at Fantasialand. Like, drop towers are very, very serious business in Germany. So
0: just in Europe in general. I feel like most major parks have a drop tower. So Holiday Park
1: has the uh the Intamin second
0: gen free fall. Yep, yeah, Wild Holland has one, Slachen has one. Yeah. Obviously while Belgium has one. Um so yeah, they are pretty big business. But yeah, Germany especially I feel like they're like, Germany very especially serious. and they're all
1: drop towers. None they don't do any of like the S and S space
0: shot stuff. Everything there is just a drop tower. Through and through. Yeah um and it's a really good drop tower a very marketable of course having the height record in europe um beautiful attraction and the park is located in such a nice area it's kind of in the rolling hills like we said on the baltic sea so you know you have especially in the springtime it was cool because there's all these yellow flower fields that um especially yes. in that region were cool and then of course you have to see you can kind of see some military ships we noticed um yeah, again, yeah. we had clear weather needless it was really to cool.
1: say the view up there is incredible Especially since their observation tower isn't open right now, so like if you want a great panoramic view of the uh, of the region, you kind of have to brave Highlander, um, but it's worth the trouble.
0: I think the name is awesome. The theme is cool, <laughs> and it brought that revitalized theme. Um, the coaster next to it is, uh, of course, Royal Scotsman, the ultra long fukoma Junior coaster. Honestly, really, really fun. It's uh, in, really long. This Describe. ride
1: opened in 1993, and it was like kind of. A, Happened at around the time that the Vacoma Rower skater as a product line was being established. So, like the Vacoma roller skater layouts as we know them were were being developed simultaneously. So it was
0: also when mine trains were all the hype. Yeah, but I don't think they had a mine train budget, so they built a big Vekoma roller skater slash junior coaster and they themed it to a mine train in fact they even it's had a little such, wooden slats on
1: it it has such a great layout we should have ridden this again we like, should have it not really feel like it, especially
0: yeah. watching our vlog back like, I was like
1: oh this ride's dope but yeah it's yeah I went and
0: dropped everyone real quick our vlog if you want to see this coaster in action it's not just any junior coaster YouTube yeah. we're the Coaster Kings go watch your Honda Park have,
1: vlogs it's really right in the middle for them because they have two coasters that are much smaller than this yeah I mean in and, and then they have also a wow. Well, it's really is
0: like a big like, family coast. Yeah. Like it, it, you definitely have to understand this is not a kitty coast. Like it's anything.
1: it's like every bit as potent as like Roadrunner Express at Fiesta Texas or something. Oh I totally. Think. It's that kind of level of ride. Um, lots of fun. Gives us big Montezuma's revenge, Jaguar vibes because well this threads the, the vertical loop of this Schwarzkopf classic, not once but twice. Coming off the lift hill, it does that kind of double helix drop thing that the large size Vacoma roller skaters are famous for but then after that it really takes off and does its own thing um they yeah, have fabulous ride i love the retheme of it and like the rerouting of the entrance and stuff to the infield of nessie where uh highlander's entrance is as well to you know kind of tie up everything together like i was we were gonna ride and like i didn't i was like the entrance was somewhere else in my head and then you were like, oh, the entrance is right here. And I'm like, oh, it is right here. Yeah, it's all the like entrances are within
0: <laughs> the little beautiful Britain area. Yeah. Beautiful Scotland area. In all head. inside yeah.
1: of Nessie's um, field of operation. Nessie had a huge glow up. I was looking back at pictures from my
0: 2013. I was And like
1: that, right, this, it barely had a station. Like, I mean, now it has a stunning, like, castle. Before it was, it just, it looked, it was... It was cute, but it was like they've really they've really got something of substance here with the rides uh with the re-theme and, and whatnot. It's just a fabulous ride. It's a really straightforward it's not very big, it's not very long, but it's a great little Schwartz cop. Of course it runs like a dream.
0: Yeah, how it how it starts, you have a lift all straight out of the station, and you have a big turnaround up top, and then you have a pretty straightforward drop vertically into, into a vertical the big loop. loop. You have another hill up. You make a parent panoramic turn. You got a mid-course break run. Drop out at airtime hill, double helix, and then it's slow slowly really straight right into, into the, the brakes, yeah, which are underground. Well, the nice thing is they're in a concrete tunnel, but they planted all this greenery on top of it, which really kind of hides the whole trans track and break run being in the building. It has it has a building. It just feels like it's in like inside like yeah, like a in huge the hill break
1: run setup because like it's diagonal. You dive down into the brake run, and it's at like an, a diagonal angle that faces away from the station. So when you turn left out of the brakes, you realize you have this giant
0: gap, transfer yeah. gap
1: between you and the in the station. So it's actually the ride's very cleverly designed. Um, it's really similar to um, that one Schwartzkopf in South America that does not have a vertical loop at that that like city park, the big abandoned Intamin Schwartzkopf. Um,
0: you mentioned it. I honestly
1: don't have a visual on it right now, but yeah, it's basically the same layout as that. For those, if you know what I'm, if you know, you know. But um, <laughs> it, it has that same layout as that that poor abandoned park in South America, except that, that theirs didn't have a loop, um, which is to to say that like I'm surprised that this layout didn't really get cloned aside from the non-loop version. Well, South I do America.
0: think it's an awfully large plot for what it does um, because it's quite. A simple layout, so you know, if you look at the looping star models that Schwarzkopf brought out, or like a Silver and, Arrow, yeah, of something. course, they make more yeah. sense to purchase than the big Nessie coaster. Um, I know it's large, I know it's big, but I don't think it really made sense to sell to more parks. It did really work for the integration aspect because before, um, this Fucoma Jr. coaster was actually a zero. Yeah, it like a in double, there.
1: one of those double figure eight zero coasters, like the production model ones.
0: Exactly. And Nessie is a good coaster. I really like it. It uh, has good pacing, has a little airtime hill. Obviously, any fourscore loop is a good loop. <laughs> and then it has, uh, honestly, kind of a fun finale. We have a giant helix around um, Highlander. Highlander. And then you have that slope into the brakes. It's Where High- cool. Highlander
1: is now, they actually used to have a lighthouse. Go figure. Um,. But yeah, that's a good place to start your, your Hansa Park adventure, because it's
0: right there, kind of in the middle there. Um, Next up, let's talk about some of the flume rides they've got, because they've got quite a few. got like seven. This park is big on the water coaster thing. So they've got um, a traditional flume, which is located right by Flug von Hofgröck's uh, Vertical Lift Hill. Which is a good flume. It's nice to landscape. Not very long. It's cute. But it's but straightforward. It's, it's, it's good.
1: It's got one drop. Well, it's got a, that little mini drop, and then it's got, like, the one major drop, and then it's over.
0: Now, you also have the... I don't even know what exactly it's called. It's Super Splash, I think it's, it's called. It's like
1: an int, It's like a... The precursor to the Intamin Spillwater type rides. Like, it's... The gauge is, is wide. It's, like, slightly wider than, like, a double... Like, a two-across log flume, for example. Um, and it's very simple. It just goes up and does like this weird big oblong sort of loop and then comes down on a pretty steep like double down double down kind of drop. And there's just I've never seen anything like it and it's it's an Intamin. Um,
0: and then there's two and, mini flumes. And then they have little a there's couple a of Viking one yeah. by Schlunger from Midgard. And then there is the pirate themed one over by the big rapid slide. So that's I think there are five water rides, if I'm not mistaken. Business and then they got multiple ride. water slides. Oh yeah, then they have those water slides, like the dry, the wet, dry slides. Yeah, they have the little wavy drop slide ones.
1: Yeah, they've got their four log flumes, the wavy water slides, like the you know the traditional ones that you'll see at a lot of parks in Europe, and then you and then the big like Whitewater West uh, raft slide.
0: Exactly. And no
1: traditional rapids ride. Like for a park that is crazy about water rides, there is. It's kind of funny that they do not have just a tr- uh, like a straightforward traditional rapids ride, but I digress.
0: Um, they also have Crazy Mine, which is kind of feels out of place a little bit now because Crazy Mine is a uh, Mauer Wild Mouse coaster, which really nicely themed and dressed up as tunnels, as show scenes, as animatronics, as rock work. This park has a lot of themes, like it has a bunch of themed
1: areas that all work in their. I own guess the continuity. biggest issue is
0: that Crazy Mine is not accessible. From the Wild West area. Yeah. It's kind of in the area with in and, and Schlumberger from Midgard. Midgard. So it's kind of in a weird location. It's a good ride, though. I liked it. It was very intense. Not a lot of leg room. In fact, we were very, very crammed in that ride. but uh, nearly hurt. Actually, yeah. it definitely hurt. It was not even nearly. I didn't think just we hurt. would make it. But, um... No, yeah, it was, so it was all right. Good. It was all right.
1: Yeah, it's that's definitely, like, one of their... They have, like, their two little middle coasters. They've got two kitty coasters, and then flying royal scotsman and the the mine co- cart mouse are like their middle coasters and then they have the two major coasters now.
0: Yeah, and so I mean speaking of the other kitty coaster, we have Schlanger from Midgard which is a highly themed, highly marketed um Gerslauer family coaster. Almost I mean kind of think about like um uh, Fire Jayzer Express yeah, actually, or Pegasus Express. Is that exact right system and you know room very roomy cars and stuff. Like, it's yeah. kind of cool. But the ride layout is kind of short. Like, you have an indoor kind of big turn that has um, a dark ride show scene. Then you go up the lift hill, and then when you get off the lift hill, there is a... Uh, um, like, a like a twisted drop, a little airtime hill, if you can call it that. Then there's a big helix and uh, that's kind of like a waving helix over the water underneath, like, a snake skeleton with, you know, a up the guard. Um, <laughs> and then you hop over your earlier kind of like sharp airtime dive turn, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> and then you make your the station. But in a long It's a simple in little months. ride,
1: but you get to go twice. And there's like a different animatronic pre-show sequence for each lap, which is really clever.
0: Yeah. And uh, it's honestly, quite, it, it's kind of nice. Like the layout, it's not very long, but what it does, it's, it's fun. It's not very intense, but it's funky. It's different. It feels... Like a large-scale coaster in a very small plot. They definitely treat it like a large-scale coaster because they add a lot of scenery and theming and water elements. And the marketing for this attraction is pretty wild. It's almost over-promising. And there was a lot. It was,
1: yeah, they're like the commercials that we were watching in, in line for the ride. I think they were like... At, at first, it just seemed like a pre-show. But then it was occurring to me. I'm like, wow, they like was this on TV? Like were <laughs> it, they was it, was, there was it was a long video, too. Unless it was just lot, meant for in the park.
0: But it, was, it constantly was like, oh, Schlange yeah. von of Hansa Yeah. You know, like it really seemed more of a, a, of a commercial yeah, than seemed... just a pre-video, you know? But mm-hmm. um, then there's obviously the two big coasters we got to discuss. So we have Fluch um, von Novgorod, we'll start with that. That is the Gerslauer, Um Eurofighter coaster that is themed... What is it even themed to? Do you know what it's themed to? It's like some raven monster like taking a train at revenge.
1: ghost... Story. There's a lot. There's death is involved. Royalty, um, a, exactly. A fire pit with a wolf on it. It's hard to follow. Uh, I wonder. Let's see. Make, I want to Google it real quick.
0: But this coaster, um, one of the awesome you had a very movie. strong reaction to this. Yeah, right? yeah, I did. So, like, definitely watch the vlog and see my like in person in the moment reality like reaction to it um, the cool thing is about this your is, first of all it's very very smooth it is a incredibly smooth Eurofighter, which is kind of rare <laughs> right. and then you have an um, awesome dark red scene you have a spectacular launch you have a vertical drop like you know vertical lift, vert- lift beyond vertical drop and an indoor which is also indoor and then you have an indoor overbanked turn like a high elevated overbanked turn this ride has several really tall elements that are inside, and it's really, really impressive because there's just kind of like a tunnel encasing around major elements, which is really rare. And they hide it so well, I had no clue these elements were coming. Um, and the launch is like, kicks your ass. Like, it's so good. It's so fast. It is a really great launch. It's really intense. It's a giant airtime hill. It does us so differently. It's a really good... Roller coaster that I just didn't expect. I think it's my favorite Gerstlauer out there. I mean, I guess it's, the this kind of like
1: first launch coaster too. Oh, like, my favorite the first Avatar. time that they I mean, that they did this. It was it's way ahead of its time because now it feels like it kind of feels like a, a, an infinity coaster, you know. But this was this was way before they had you know g- like sized up that product line into
0: into the infinity um, product line. What's pretty impressive. Um, about the, uh, well, progressive may not be the right word, but it was kind of fun, is that the queue is almost entirely outdoor, and you kind of navigate by a low part of the building, and that actually houses the, the launch, and then the brake run, uh, or they return to the station, to ride next to each other side by side. The whole side. coaster
1: kind of hides in plain sight. So,
0: like, the station is kind of, in the dark red section, it's kind of removed, and then, like, all the tall coaster parts are all kind of in a different part of the park, and it's connected by two long tunnels side by side that are hiding in plain sight. Um, And then when you kind of just pass by that outside and then you go into the actual building and then almost immediately you split up into two queues, either front row or back row. Yeah. Or, you know, you have also a single rider queue, which we did see some people use. Uh, I don't think it was really that necessary because dispatch are pretty good. When you get into the ride vehicle, um, you dispatch into the several dark ride scenes. And there's one that uses like a pepper ghost effect. Where they project the ghost of you know Novgorod I look singing. up the story
1: for what is happening on this ride. And it's on Wikipedia. It's literally very complicated. Like, oh, so like I'm reading through it, I'm like, uh, okay. There is a lot. Like it, it was. I'm and I think it's. I didn't follow the sources back This Wikipedia <laughs> compiling it, but it, there's a lot happening. What is it? Tell me. It's. I. We'll talk about it later. It's very complex. It's like. Hold on, let me pull it back up again because it's 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 a trip. It is, like I just need to, maybe I just need to read this. Like, look at this. Read look it. At Roller coaster is named after the Russian city of Veliky Novgorod. A train travels through a replica of the city's Kremlin while narrating the story of the disappeared Heinrich Old Oldendorp Oldendorp, excuse me, who traveled over the Lake Ilmen from Gotland to Veliki Novgorod, but never arrived in the city. His son, Pierre, traveled to Russia in 1365 to meet mendicant Alexej Baitova. I
0: mean, there's so... Keep reading.
1: You you keep reading.
0: Um, Alexej's father reported it was Folkov... Folkov who did what? It doesn't matter. According to the story of (laughs) (laughs) Novgorod, Prince Rurik has Volkov hanged in front of the city gates between two scarecrows. I was all the crows. Okay. But even 400 years later, it seems that a dark magician is still alive. Okay, so that's the guy in the beginning. Yeah. Okay. Only the walls of the Kremlin under Rurik's ghost offer protection. Out of curiosity, they follow the wolf seal and meet Volkov. He leads <laughs> Peter Olendorp. Peter Olendorp, I think it's, out into the woods through a fire. There, his father appears to him and learns that Folk of is still of the mischief as a water wolf.
1: <laughs>
0: what the is, hell? That, it's,
1: I, I told you, it's a lot. And okay.
0: It, okay, well, a couple things make sense. So, first of all, the, the magician Kremlin guy who was hung still lives as a ghost. He was hung. Inside. Hanged. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, there's a difference. <laughs> 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 who was hanged? And... Uh, <laughs> <coughs> in the town of Mufkula which we're going through, and then there's the, then there's the ceremony where they probably hanged him,
1: <laughs> yes.
0: and there's the water wolf in the fire, and then there's the scarecrows, and then we drop, and we launch. I don't know. This there's is so wild. Much
1: happening. What the hell? Um. So yeah, it's a very complex ride that okay, um, well, I didn't it has get that a lot. Story to out of it. It's a big story. It's got a lot to say. Very fun ride. Um, very cool
0: ride. Lot, yeah. yeah. Okay, and then there's all the scarecrows at the end. I mean, it all kind of makes sense now. There's a story, does <laughs> it? Not very make well sense told.
1: It's okay. It doesn't need to like be explicit. Um, it's a great ride. Obviously, things of significance are happening, and that's great. Um, and it's just enjoyable in its own right, even if you don't totally understand what's going on. Shortest Catman, I think, is a bit more uh, straightforward in its storytelling. Do you agree?
0: Sorry, I have to yawn. It's like 2 a.m. Long story short, guys. I'm recording without a microphone because the microphone died right before this episode. Our cat almost died right before this episode. And I almost in the died. Bed. Um, <laughs> it's, 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 it's been a day. It's been a lot. So but. yes, I swear there's Kerenan. That story is somewhat easier to follow up. We have there's a king involved and curse.
1: <laughs> so, and... It's
0: just, it's, well, it's the curse of Kerenan, I think we enter Kerenan's castle... But Karenin is dead, so we look at his throne, and there's this magical map, and the magical map haunts the room, and then lightning comes through the room. I've got to see what Wikipedia has, has to say about this ride. And the logo of lights up, and then we go into Karenin's <laughs> castle, and then we board Karenin's magical bookcase, and then Karenin chooses who sits in which room. <laughs> It's and then we go into the lift hill, and then Karen speaks to us from 200 feet above oh us. Oh my god, look at this. There's so much <laughs> about the ride! Okay, guys, y'all have to go in the Wikipedia page. Wikipedia the backstory... There is
1: a whole book about what this ride story means. Oh, it's the Old King of Denmark.
0: Uh, we don't have time to read all of this. It's literally. Okay, there's this little. So many paragraphs. There's this little highlighter part that we can talk about real quick. Hey, this part, our enemies lurk that's in the from, shadows dialogue? and beyond the borders of our kingdom. But we will build a fortress for us in Denmark, it will be stronger than a fortress ever was. So that our enemies will never take it, never tear it down. Become we swear it by our holy men. Okay, that makes sense because in the queue, we discover, <laughs> oh, that's right, we discover the ruins of the. Carrington Building, whatever the hell it is. Uh, yeah, it's oh, it's some ar- architecture, ar- right? Yeah, yeah. and the like an architecture is crazy and like so advanced, and then we end up in like all these different rooms and like the shrewers living there. Like you know, there's all these like little pre-show sections, and then you get into this bookcase room where they're like, "Wow, look at this magical bookcase!" Like all the architecture. The bookcase opens up and it's a loose article bin, and you push <laughs> your loose articles in there, and then continue on through the hallway into this magical room. It's in the center of the tower. So, like, it's seen as this giant fortress. Building. I guess this is a bit more straightforward,
1: where, it, it, here under theming, it says, The theme of the roller coaster is based on the story of King Eric Menved, who had the medieval Kernen Tower built as an inaccessible fortress, and, according to legend, covered it with a protective spell. The tower stands in um,
0: Helsingborg, Helsingborg Sweden, Sweden,
1: and was replicated by Hansa Park, it more than <laughs> double the size... The theme work was completed in twenty seventeen.
0: Um. Okay, so the actual Karen Tower is a really existing tower. Hunts the Park built twice as tall and build a roller coaster inside of it, and then the curse that was or the spell that was put on the tower is kind of what like takes his ride vehicle and does all the crazy shit and like whoever that king is, King Eric, is tall above you and like doing some crazy stuff as far as the scenery, as far as the theming. Uh, are we going to give away what this ride does? Um, I mean, I think by now people know. Do you think people
1: know? I mean, I guess I do want I mean, rides talk for five years. it's now. like terrifying and it was definitely... Okay, this was suspense was pretty crazy. ...prepared for it. But this thing takes you all the way up the damn lift hill inside this tower and then you fall. So,
0: it's a vertical lift of 200 feet and you get to the top of it. You get to it. the top there's and there's a screen above you where dialogue. King Eric is like screaming through the tower and it's really loud and ominous. Like, the echoing of his voice and stuff. And then you drop You backwards fall backwards all the way down. To 200 the feet. The It
1: was really... I mean, I knew what was coming, and it still scared me. It, it was, was pretty
0: wild. And then, like... Yeah, cuz like when the brake magnetism kicks in when Kick you're on in. your back it's yeah. far, it's really intense It's actually. really. It's a yeah. far the
1: most intense of to ride. Again, this is Germany saying like drop rides. Like this roller coaster is also but a yeah, drop ride. I guess Hansburg needs drop rides. Hansa Park, ride park is like is a drop Yeah, well Hansa Park they 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 built Shortest Cannon first and then they built Highlander, if I'm not mistaken. Oh yeah. So they were just they're just like double dipping on the drop tower hysteria because like as if one as if Kiernan's drop sequence wasn't scary enough. Now they have a uh, Highlander to, to compliment that. Um, but yeah, there's a themat- there's like a musical crescendo that happens after you fall down to the bottom of the shaft. Like, I guess you just pull yourself up by your bootstraps and, and <laughs> find the strength to carry on, and you climb your ass back up to the top of the frickin Sweden tower. me. Um, <laughs> oh then you escape by a 200 foot then you twist drop, drop inside the cannon the cool tower and fire out of the base of this tower into a giant non-inverting sea serpent um, which is a
0: really interesting element I feel like one so I can get a little bit of air but I feel like one of the two moments should have been inverted still because I like a good inversion especially when it's a tall inversion because it's really high, a really tall element and then the Arrestorite the is out on some pretty wild because it's almost like um, mind, Fury, Fury, 325, but there are so many low-to-the-ground elements and lots of like turning and twisting at a really high speed. So after the non-averting Sea Serpent roll, you go into this Overbank dive turn, and out of the dive, you have this really sharp um, transitional moment, almost I-3 or 5 level. I wish everyone
1: could see what you're doing with your hand right now. I'm making them illustrate or using our hands to illustrate the layout. Shortest current. Then there's like a little like banked
0: double down (laughs) into a really sharp turn into a zigzag moments. Then a really high speed turn. Somewhere along
1: the way, it has a pretty straightforward airtime 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 hill. Hill.
0: Then you have another turnover. Airtime hill. Then you kind of sizzle your way back. Sizzle. Wow. And <laughs> so swizzle, swizzle, like swizzle way. bar, anyway. And then you hit the brake run, and then you go back into the Kiernan Tower. Yeah,
1: and there's a barrel roll.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so <that> was, <laughs> yeah, and, and there's um, a barrel roll in the dark.
1: Well, it just sort of feels like a weird afterthought. I don't know, this ride was, <laughs> I, I feel like Float Von Notterod is, like, such a beautifully woven experience for, like, everything adds up to something that's greater than the sum of its parts. And Schwartz Kiernan felt like this slightly more disjointed version. It was, obviously, it was bigger. And it was like, it well, was like they had a bag of tricks. They wanted to just do all of these different things with this ride. And it, it like, I don't know. It just all, it, I, for Kiernan, I missed having, like, dark ride show sequence stuff on the ride. It's kind of you go straight to the lift till... I mean, all
0: the money went... I mean, you have a drop coaster. and then you come there. up and it...
1: Yeah. And also, the backwards drop is by far the best thing on that thing. Yeah, it's so and then once scary. Some, yeah, that part is so hair-raising that by the time you get to the actual coaster part, nothing... Another quite... problem is
0: you spend so much time in the dark that by the time you get to the bottom of the tower and you, like, launch into daylight... Hate to say it's it, blind. but, like, really, <laughs> By the time your eyes are somewhat adjusted, it's like you're already through the... Like, you're already in, like, the overbank turn. Like, it's really hard to... Focus on what you're doing, which is um, I mean, not necessarily a bad thing, but also like be aware that there you're in the complete darkness for so long because the queue is so dark. Like the first time you go into the queue, if you walk straight into it from outside, you're gonna hit walls. Like yeah. it's so dark in there, it's like a maze, and um, and then you get like all the pre-show stuff station, like everything is just like pitch black. Even the station is so dark, like it's all really dark. And then you get outside and like your eyes it's the are just dark for me. Um, what are we talking about? I mean, it's just an interesting. Oh, oh, for me, it's like the
1: ending is weird. Okay, well, what the I beginning to say is
0: weird. It's between Novgorod and Kirenin. They kind of do the same thing. They both have one bell rolls. Their only inversion. They both have vertical lifts or vertical drops in a tower. They both have a signature um, overbank have... element. Yeah, they both have kind of like you no, know, like kind of like a similar feeling. Theme. I know they're both taking place in different countries. One is Russian themed and one is um, Swedish. Swedish themed. Yeah. But they still kind of they kind of feel similar. I mean they're both like brick wall towers with like Gerslauer, you know, beyond vertical drop kind of vibes in them. So it, it's almost like a like a small Novgorod and a giant Novgorod. It's kinda of the vibe they give off, and I feel like the park in that sense maybe misses another major roller coaster because now it all I mean It's three wonder wonders over there. It It is is funny how how, like both of them
1: have barrel rolls. I remember when Schroderskanda was announced, and I was like, when I was reading the description of the ride, I thought I was misreading it. Like I thought I was reading like a a press. I thought I was reading a press packet for Flugvandoverad, and I'm like, no, it's a different coaster. It's just it's bigger. It's a hyper coaster, Uh, and it's going to be mostly outside. And like I'm like, okay. I
0: will say the immense speed and forces on. Sword is Scanning are pretty impressive. Like, it is true, truly like a hypercoaster, like a, yeah, like a hypercoaster in its delivery. There's a focus on airtime. There is a lot of intense speed moments. I, I really enjoyed the layout quite a bit because it felt so different. Um, but overall, it, it also ran a little rougher because it's such a big coaster. Um, it almost feels and like... And it's like the best parts of the ride are inside. So, like, yeah. all the outdoor stuff is kind of like afterthought at that point. I feel like
1: it... it- Gershlauer is definitely pushing the limits of of their own um fulfillment end with this ride because I felt like the engineering on it was not as precise as a as a hypercoaster needs. It definitely like it ran rough, it ran like some of the more rougher more rougher, good English. Uh, it runs like some of the rougher Gershauer's we've been on, especially compared to Flug von Nordkowrad, which just runs like an absolute dream. Like, that ride is so perfect in every way. And then you have Schwartus Karaden, which takes a lot of risks, and they don't all pay off. Uh, That being said, I mean, a lot of people love Schwartus Karaden. Like, Sven, like, that's definitely Sven's favorite um, ride at the park, I believe. I mean, it's in his top three for Europe.
0: Oh, for sure. And I don't
1: even think Flug von is is anywhere near as high. But it does seem like the him. general
0: audience of the ghost Enthusiasts are kind of split up between Shorter's Kerenin and of Depends kind of on what you want. I feel like Flufo has like the better overall story and um, it's just like a bit of a smoother ride. It has a launch, which is nice add a benefit. But of course, Shorter's Kerenin has like the big, really fast elements. I mean, I think Shorter is still may way more intense. Um And of course, it has that backwards drop, which is just so spectacular. I'm surprised no one else has done it again because it is cool the Girlstar offers like the magnetic braking. Uh for us Americans out here, hangtime and nuts bare farm. If you look at the vertical yeah, leads you can the, see the little The anti rollbacks are little, on it. They're little dropping magnets, magnets, so now Schwer scanner uses those exact magnets when you fall down the tower. To to break. I, I wonder the if train it's one
1: round. of those. I bet it's like the. T- I bet it's like tilt coaster territory, where like it would be too expensive for a park to get that shit insured, so they're like not going to do it. And it also like having the the ride in the tower is isn't just a flourish. It's not just having an indoor coaster like it was for Flokland of Garad. Having Karanen's lift and drop in the tower is imperative to keeping that aspect of the ride a, a secret, unless you're a roller coaster nerd who like s- seeks it out. To, spoil to be honest, it for themselves,
0: I have seen people on the train who were definitely petrified. I think both times
1: we rode, there were There's definitely people, people like, who were straight road. up not having a good time. And I
0: get it because, like, I mean, we knew it was coming. But our very first ride, that lift hill, it felt like it went on forever. And then you hang up there for maybe like thirty seconds while Novgorod gives or our to scare this, man, yeah. and Eric, the Eric the Great King of Sweden, whatever, gives you this like mad scary story and like you have 200 feet of tower that just echoes all that sound and all like the soundtracks and stuff and then you know you're gonna drop at some point and you're sitting there waiting the anticipation was killer knowing deep.
1: about it, it was, freaking was still me. So, so terrifying, terrifying. I can really imagine what it would feel what it, what it felt like to people who hadn't ridden it
0: and you sit there and like yeah and it I sprawl. would have shit I would have shit
1: myself like <laughs> and I do this all the time like I ride roller coasters it's my thing and the backwards like, broken lift hill gag on this 200 foot vertical lift hill hypercoaster would have
0: been the end of me. That's so cool though. I would have simply passed away. Oh my God. Like, That's I just... just... <laughs> so dramatic. <laughs> but yeah, it really, is, it really is the coolest asset. And I mean, overall, it's a great ride. Um, I still really enjoyed it. I think in hindsight, I even like it better than I did in the moment. We did give it several rides. Um, but Novgorod it feels like an even more unique Eurofighter in a Eurofighter
1: world. Your reaction to that ride is my favorite thing ever. Because some of your favorite roller coasters in the world were rolling starts for you, like Tron and Hyperspace, and um, even Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind, which we rode today. Which is whole its own episode. It's going to yeah, spoiler. Today was that day for us, and we had a great ride on it. I really liked it. Um, but it's like all, all, a lot of your favorite coasters are, are rides that you kind of warm up to after the fact like they have high expectations and they're not necessarily met but then they you you you, it really like blossoms in your mind and yeah most of my favorite coasters don't become
0: as good as they are until a couple rides in but fluke von of was really like an instant i've just never seen you like that we caught him and we
1: caught this this phenomenon on the vlog like your stream of consciousness on the vlog about Flukeful Knock it was an instant classic. It's um, kind of
0: funny, I guess, when Flukeful Knock the exit for the ride is so long. I had a lot of time to lose yeah, my enthusiasm we, for it. We re-road but... and of course like you exit...
1: It's it's some roller coaster tycoon shit. You exit flips one over garage road. You're, you're in a different part of the park. Like you yeah. you are completely on the other side of the, the map with no Yeah, it's like a different theme. With like no regard Mexico. You exit and I'm like, where the hell am I? Where's the ride? Like it, it's it's funny. It's a funny thing. But it's also kinda cool. Um
0: but yeah, we had a great time at this
1: park. I I really like this park.
0: Yeah, it's one of sparks that's really polished. And despite the themes all being kind of different, because it's a pirate theme from the Baltic a Sea pirate area, and then there's the Vikings, and then there's the the crazy Swedish tower, which I didn't realize was actually based on a real tower. And then there's the Russian fluke von but I feel like And then parks, there's the, like,
1: 80s water super flume. Parks are <laughs> always building things in, like, a shrunk-down scale, like the Eiffel Tower at the King's Entertainment Parks that are, like, one-third scale. And, and then you have... And then you have Hansa Park, which took a real historical icon and doubled it in size. Like, they took a 100-foot tower... In Sweden, and built a two hundred foot replica. Just to
0: put a side of it, that is, that, a that is pretty coastline. sick. That's yeah. pretty banging. So, uh, but overall, great park, nice aesthetic, everything really works together. Um, despite it technically being all uh, quite different themes from around Europe, um, all kind of I guess um, maritime. It themes. ties together
1: nice. I like the area in the center of the park. It's very gardeny. It's called. It's themed. It's like a European funfair or something like a, like almost medieval. Like first generation fun and it's got that tiny, tiny kitty coaster.
0: Oh yeah, the little Zara yeah, kitty coaster. Yeah,
1: um, which we didn't even ride. I mean, neither of us. I, I yeah. They've got some cute
0: boat rides, some cute outdoor train station rides. Um they, I do there's their They have their a lighthouse. Lighthouse that is. Like you have to take a bridge over the train tracks and run by the
1: park. Yeah, it serves as like the resort entrance for their like cabin cabins by the sea kind of resort. setup. Down yeah, there. you can
0: see the sea nicely from there. It's is cool. Um, I really enjoyed the different areas. I enjoyed our time at the park, food was pretty good. Um yeah, overall a great time, nice themed areas. Whatever older infrastructure they had was really nicely refurbished, which is nice because obviously Nessie and, and are really weren't pretty attractions, but that's really nice now. The Batavia entrance area is cool. So overall just a really polished park with some really unique coasters, definitely a different approach to themes. Um and just, just bang or throw rides. So like if you're gonna go, you have some really good coasters there. Obviously Nessie is awesome. Um I like Raz Rast- a lot. And then of course Foot and um Schroderskanner are both amazing roller coasters that you can't miss. So definitely check out Hansa Park if you're planning on doing a Germany trip. It is like the northern peak of Germany. So yeah, yeah it's if, not far, if far if you're from you're Hamburg. North- yeah, also
1: matter. if you're planning a Denmark trip,
0: uh Hansa oh yeah, some friends of yeah. ours just did it on a on a Denmark trip. Yeah, so it's
1: definitely one you can add to your Germany trip or your Denmark trip. It's
0: also not too far from Hyde Park. So what yeah. we did is we stayed in Hamburg for two days, and one day we did Hansa Park, and the next day we did Hyde Park because Hyde Park is about an hour southeast from Hansa Park. Uh, sorry, an hour southeast from Hamburg, and then <laughs> Hansa Park is about an hour north of Hamburg. So like, it's pretty easy to do. So we did that, and then um, you know we we traveled further down into the more of like the middle the middle west of, of Germany, um, but yeah, great park, definitely added on, and lots of nice scenery nearby. There's a little little coast town on the on the Baltic Sea. It's easy to combine with other stuff um, that that is really pleasant. So we'll definitely be back. I'm curious what's in store for them next. They've got some really big baller stuff. Um, like, has the budget dried up after Kern? Because yeah. that is such a massive, yeah, expensive I, I'm coaster. I'm curious
1: to see what, what direction they go in next as like, far as really coasters go. Maybe they'll get a Gershlauer invert, like the one at Yomari yeah, Land. Yeah, I, I, like I expect their next coaster to be a Gerstlauer. They're definitely yeah, a Gerstlauer park.
0: Yeah, their last three coasters have been Gerstlauer. So, so,
1: I think another Gerstlauer seems like a reasonable choice. It's funny, they don't have like a Gershlauer. Buffet, yeah, like they have. That'd also be a good fit too. Mouse. Yeah, they to do it like they could do mean, a custom Gersh. At this point, you have
0: the Clutter Coaster you have Balantis, you mm-hmm. have, uh, of course, Tripsville They all have that wild mouse. I think it would be a good trip for for Hansel Park too. But at the same time, they've got a pretty good family coaster lineup. I'm not sure with their wild mouse existing, if they need a buffside coaster. Yeah, you know, but before Jeremy did it, so. Who knows? Also, Florida, Germany mean, has a coast and for, a wild uh, uh, This
1: park built Shortest County after Floats North Parade. They could probably build a custom wild mouse on top of their it's true Wild, it's wild true. Mouse and it wouldn't overlap.
0: So And definitely curious, they have space. Like if you go to the park you can kinda of see there's some plots left so they have space. Um, but yeah, overall great visit. we the fortune go to going back. We thank you guys for listening to this episode. Check out the photo report that we have at the park with some awesome shots on the of course, hit our YouTube channel. Subscribe there. Make sure you like and comment on our Hansa Park vlog. We definitely grow on YouTube. We're having a lot of new vlogs out, a lot of new videos. And then stay tuned for lots more of Germany, America, Gardens of the Galaxy. Um, we've got Denmark uh, episodes coming up with Sven and James from, from Europe. So lots of great stuff in store. Again, we thank you for guys listening. And we will see you on the next episode. Bye. Bye.